There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Doug Gottlieb. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, has their fast, free shipping, free roadhouse protection, convenient installation options, and their selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Bridgestone Weather peak but did you know they sell other automotive products as well wheels brakes and suspension just to name a few everything you need to elevate your drive just go to tirerack.com slash sports tirerack.com it's the way the tire buying should be thanks for listening to the best of the doug gottlieb show podcast be sure to catch us live every weekday 3 to 5 eastern 12 to pacific on fox sports radio find your local station for the doug gottlieb show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Boom! What up, America? Doug Gottlieb Show. Fox Sports Radio coming to you live from the Tyrac.com studios. Tyrac.com. We'll help you get there. Unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free roadhouse protection. Over 10,000 recommended installers. Tyrac.com is the way tire buying should be. So... You guys ever done a vision board? Ever done a vision board? Real question to you, Profet. Have you ever done a vision board? A vision. Yeah, I think. Uh, let's yeah. see. I think I need to make sure I got the right idea of a vision board, but I think I have. You know, just putting up images, things that you're just trying to perceive, things you want, goals. We're talking the same thing, right? Yeah, yeah. So if you're the Dallas Cowboys, right? What's uh, there's like of anything on the vision board, it's pretty easy to see what's at the very top of the vision board for what they want for next season. Because all the other stuff has been accomplished, right? Last year, they fixed the defense. The offense the past couple years has been statistically in the regular season, the best offense or one of the best offenses in football. Right. They they had to figure out, okay, do we want Amari Cooper? We didn't want that money on our books. So then we had to find Brandon Cooks became a second weapon when you have an elite young wide receiver, right, which they have. So all of that stuff was, okay, we got to figure out, can we part ways with Dak? Well, not with Dak, with, with Zeke. They did. Survived it. Can we find a second wide receiver? We did. Our offensive line has kind of aged. Can we can we uh, continue to remake our offensive line? Uh, now, I guess you're worried about, like, do we re-sign Dak? Like, all these things, the offense is good, the defense is good. You won your division. You won your division. 
and yet the playoffs felt eerily similar, maybe even worse, right? Because you can lose to the Niners when they have just better players, but to lose to the Packers and the way they lost to the Packers, I don't know how that's acceptable. And you could say, well, it's not acceptable. No one's ever said it's acceptable. That sounds great, but why are you bringing back Mike McCarthy? Great the offense is good in the regular season. It failed in the playoffs. Great the defense is good in the regular season. It failed in the playoffs. Here's Mike McCarthy talking about his goals and the team's goals. We have established a, a championship program. It's just not the world championship yet. Uh, we know how to win. Uh, we know how to train to win. We have the we have the right people, um, but we have not crossed the threshold winning playoff games. And um, and it's extremely disappointing to be sitting here talking about it. Um, but I, I know how to win, and and uh, we will get over that threshold. Uh, I have total confidence in it, and, and that's why I'm standing here today. Uh, okay. Um... He knows how to win. Why can't they win in the playoffs? And not just win in the playoffs, why can't they win the big games? Now, it really is the same. I mean, look, they should have lost to Detroit at home. Like, we're being real here, right? Like, that was a, that was a, uh, you know, that was a BS call that they lost on with the tackle eligible. Should have lost to Detroit. Couldn't beat the Eagles on the road. Demolished by the 49ers, non-competitive. And then in the, I know how to win. Okay, well then show me. Where is the substantive proof that you can win when it actually matters? And again, again, I'm not one of these dudes that sit here and I like to fire coaches. But it all depends upon your given, your your stated goal and what you're, if, if Mike McCarthy's strength is, I know how to win in the postseason, well, then why can't you win the postseason? And, oh, yeah, by the way, why does your quarterback look tight? Your entire team look tight. Your play calling look scripted and tight. Here's Mike McCarthy on his confidence level in Dak Prescott. I have unbelievable belief in Dak. I, th- I think he clearly has another step. Uh, I think this offense is, has suited him well. I think the things that we were able to improve on, what's a system built around making the quarterback successful, the growth opportunity that we both see for the future is, you know, was it was something that we are excited about. Yeah, so he's like, ah, Dak's awesome. He's got my back. I got his back. We're going to ride this thing out. Which, by the way, keeping Mike McCarthy ties you to the ship of not just Dak Prescott, but Dak Prescott at likely a sizable raise. I mean, again, in the real world, if somebody really had gumption, they would sit there and go like, I, I take Dak back. I'm not going to take him at over $40 million a year. But what's going to happen? You sign McCarthy, now you'll get Dak Prescott for $60 million for you know, guaranteed for two or two and a half years. Hey, and you're locked in. And as the price goes up and the, the salary cap percentage goes up, something's going to have to give. You won't have the dominant personnel. Like if you've been in an NFL place for two years and though regular season successful, you appear to be front runners in the postseason. Could you tell me that there's improvement because they won their division? Yeah, but let's just be honest. Winning their division was more about the Philadelphia Eagles being a dumpster fire at the end of the season. The Giants were a mess all year. 
The Eagles, the Eagles were a dumpster fire. Washington is going through the process of change with a new owner, now new coach, new GM, and whatever. Couldn't have set up any better for you, and your reward was playing at home in the playoffs against a quarterback who had not started a playoff game against a team with one of the worst defenses in the NFL, and you got smoked. I, I'm not a fire coaches guy. I'm not a knee-jerk guy. I have no animosity towards Mike McCarthy, but he told you he knows how to win, and yet they haven't actually won anything in the playoffs. We're a championship-level team, just not a Super Bowl champion. Like, what does that even mean? The Cowboys are going to Cowboy. And yes, you, you get continuity. You get continuity. But continuity of what you've had, is that what you're looking for? On the top of the vision board is go to and win a Super Bowl. And they're not close. This is the best of the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Izadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Shortly after the show, our podcast will be going up. If you missed any of today's show, be sure to check out the podcast. Just search Doug Gottlieb wherever you download podcasts also. Make sure you follow, rate, review your podcast. Again, search Doug Gottlieb wherever you get your podcast. You'll see today's show posted right after we get off the air. Um, Mike Tomlin, who uh, had that kind of abrupt Irish exit, Irish exit, from the podium when they lost in the playoffs. Uh, he did say he, he did say that this about addressing the question about his contract situation after the loss Monday night. Good afternoon. In a little better mood today, man. Anybody got any contract questions? <laughs> I certainly could have handled that situation better than I did, but I'll also say this. Um, I just believe there's a time and place for everything, and post-game press conferences are probably not the place to address contract issues and things of that nature. It's just a very individual thing, and on game day, I doubt any of us are in that mindset. Certainly, I am not. What's required to do what it is that we do, uh, the amount of focus, 
pouring into a collective. I'm just not in that mind state, and I just don't believe that's the appropriate venue to talk about things of that nature. I think it's a completely fair answer. Wish that answer would have happened after the game on Monday. But I, I think we're good and we move on, right? Everybody else feel that way? Yeah, I think I think you're right. The uh, time and place was, was the issue. What's going on with your mic there? I don't know. I have no idea. I think it's my problem. Yeah. 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 I guess you can't talk anymore. Yeah, that sucks. Oh, well, I'll see you guys. Okay. See ya. Go go ahead, Dan. Like, like that's almost, that should probably be a stock answer for all of these guys. Now, what you have to follow up with is what Mike Tomlin did today, which is that's not the time and venue. This is the time and venue. And I'd be happy to answer your questions about it. I, I think the problem that reporters have is like they want to ask the question because they think a decision will be made before they get a chance to ask you another question. And they'll never get to ask you another question before again. Right. But I, I thought it was a fair answer. Dan Byer, what do you think? Um, yeah, I think that his, how he handled it today was 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 done well. Mike Tomlin shines in those scenarios, shines in adversity and especially media adversity. So I thought that I thought that his response was was fine. It is funny though that I do look at the situation and this may not even be a topic since he's going to stay there. But as a Seahawks fan, I got to the point with Pete Carroll where just on the on the outside everybody sees them competing and what a great story. I mean, you're doing this with Geno Smith? I mean, this is amazing. And I think we do that same thing with the Pittsburgh Steelers a lot. And man, look at what he's doing with with Les and what's their identity and where they where they are. Um, yeah, you better have competition for for Kenny Pickett. That is absolutely uh, going to need to be the case. You may not even want to get competition. You may just want to go out and find somebody who's demonstrably better if you if you can at that position. Uh, so the like the Steelers are just in like I thought it was a I thought it was a fair question. Pete Carroll was asked similar ones, you know, in during his end of his tenure in Seattle and that turned out differently. But yeah, I just I I do a little I do wonder just a little about the Steelers future and I think the question on the game day was fair, just the timing wasn't great for Tomlin. Mm. Um, okay, here's what he said about the quarterback position. This is interesting. I'm appreciative of his efforts and where he is and excited about continuing to work with him, but certainly he will be challenged from a competition perspective moving forward. Okay, that is we're going to get another quarterback, right? Better be. I mean, that's, that's obvious what it is. But it it feels like okay they they can't what they can't do is they can't go the route of another young quarterback it has to be a veteran right yes but the problem with veterans are veterans don't come in to compete the good ones like Russell Wilson's not going anywhere he has to compete at quarterback it's not I mean that's just not the way it works. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm going to go somewhere where I'm going to play. I'm going to be given the chance to fail. Now, maybe that's where the Steelers are anyway. Like, they're just saying he can compete, knowing that they're bringing in somebody else. But you're not signing a legit, and there's lots of legit dudes that'll be available. Okay? Justin Fields will be available. I don't know how much of a legit dude, but he'll be available. 
Kirk Cousins potentially could be available, maybe. I don't know. Russell Wilson will be available. Um, I don't know. Gardner Minshew will be available. Gardner Minshew. Joe Flacco could be available. Could be. Your boy, Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold could be available. You know, I'm the only stockholder left. <laughs> only stockholder left. So I, I, I think it's pretty telling stuff. I, I like I look, I commend. Here's the big thing, my big takeaway from it. Okay. We're going to get a new quarterback. And hey man, he he did the thing that you have to do as a coach, which is he apologized, okay, gave the context of why he wasn't answering questions, and then offered up, hey, does anybody want to talk about it? Because most of those guys, when they do it, when they do it, first, they're not going to give you anything real substantive about quarterback. And then two, they'll say they don't want to talk about it, and then they'll never bring it up, and it's never an appropriate time. So, Can I tell you guys my Mike uh, Tomlin story? Sure. How's the mic working? Better. Good. I actually thought you were going to say, can I tell you my microphone Microphone story? story. (laughs) I'm not Uh, the only one, right? I think it was around the time when Manziel was at it, and I sent out a tweet with with pictures that right next to each other about how similar Kevin someone and Mike Tomlin look. It's scary how uh, how similar they look is what I said. And I got a bunch of tweets about how racist it was for me to compare these two. And then I went back and forth with people. And then I got a, an email from someone in the SID office at, um, at Texas A&M saying, Kevin gets that all the time. Gets what, what do you guys the, think? Gets what all the time? That the, he looks the, like the, Mike Tomlin. Oh. What do you think, Dan Byer? I am going to branch off and say this. I hate when people do this uh, because it never works out well. It never works out well. It wasn't working out well for me on Twitter. That's I just I, I don't think anybody wants to be told that they look like someone else because I, I just I don't like I take great offense to it. I get I'll have stuff that people see and they'll send to me and I can't stand it. I don't I that's oh that's how you think I look. Maybe somebody thinks somebody is oh okay their opinion of someone keep it to themselves. I can't stand it. I loathe it. I, I truly do. I wish Dan would tell us how he really feels. <laughs> tell us how you really feel, Dan. I, I, yeah. I, 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 I like your stand. I do I do think it's an interesting thing. Like, I think you can only play that game if it's somebody who is universally thought as being really good looking. Yes. Right? Like, really good looking. Anything else, it's not a compliment. Correct. Nine million percent. Yeah. So it's one of those, like, you can think, like, hey, man, like, I've been told Fred Savage, when Fred Savage was, when I was a kid, I looked like Fred Savage as a kid. Like, well, he was on the Wonder Years, and he had Winnie Cooper. So, yeah, that was cool. That was cool. But now when I get the screech, I don't What? <laughs> I used to, I've gotten screech before. Screech. I've, I, when Aaron Rodgers was drafted, there was a lot of people like, oh, Aaron Rodgers, because Aaron Rodgers had, I had the frosted tips in college. He had the frosted tips a little bit in college. Um, no, I can see that. But there was, there's been a lot of other people that you know, like you look like, and you're like, well, that's, that's not a compliment. That's not, that's not much. Ninety nine times out of a hundred, it does not work out well. Okay, Let's just doesn't. Stug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. That's the voice of one Dan Byer. Jace, do who do you look like? Who do you like? Tell me the who you think you look like. Like you, Dan's like ninety nine hundred doesn't work out well. Tell me somebody who people said you look like, and you're like, yeah, that. 
I've told you this. I've told each of you this. Um, And I'm not saying I do. I'm not saying I do. But I have been told by uh, people over the past few years Mm. that I have Chris Pratt qualities. That they see me and they seek some Chris Pratt in me. Again, that's a compliment, and I'm not ex- even accepting again, that. Again, like, like, again, I, w- I would say, what you, what you said is, and I, there's some Chris Pratt qualities. I can kind of see it, right? I mean, we're both really funny. We have a great. But sense again, of humor, like that, yeah. you picked out somebody who's a movie star. <laughs> you know, yeah, somebody's a movie star. So, and you know, like the only thing anybody's ever said about Chris Pratt that's negative is he's too much on God Squad. Right, that's it. Other than that, like good looking dude, uh, in shape, plus Guardians of the Galaxy. Who doesn't like Guardians of the Galaxy? One, two, and three. Three was a little much. Um so yeah, I mean it's like you gotta pick out somebody if if you pick out somebody who's below average looking, you're not going to get the response. You, know, you might get a chuckle, but it's not really going to be a beloved thing. Let me let me I'll throw this out there. Okay. A the Women, if you start out a comment by saying you know who you look like, that's a slippery slope. You're you're in for a you're in for a long haul, and you're going to be digging yourself out of that. Sure. Um, I thought with dudes, you just kind of you just kind of talk bleep, you know, and say yeah, you look like so and so. But I know that that it's a very sensitive topic with women. I will say that. Um. Dan Dan. <laughs> with with women, like you think women, women and Dan. I th- I think men feel the same way. I think men don't I, verbalize it. I just cringe when I hear anybody be like, you know, who you remind me of, like, because it just is not, and that's not even with me. Like, if we were even of of just Jason telling the story, I was just like, ah, oh, where's this going? Where's this going? Yeah, it's just, it just. Doesn't work for me. Me and women. Mm, okay, I I don't think it's. I, I honestly don't think it. You're just aligned with women, and that women are sensitive, and Dan's more sensitive. I I think people's sensitivity based upon not based upon sex, based upon. But I would say that guys can get bothered by something, but they don't verbalize it. Right? They bury it deep within. Does that that makes that makes yeah. sense? Whereas Dan's like, uh, like I'm gonna say I'm. Since you brought it up, I'm going to tell you, it pisses me off. Yes. And I've called, I've I've responded to people that have sent me stuff. And I'm like, yeah, I don't think that this is great. I had a buddy years back who had a nickname that we all would think would be funny. Funny. Mm-hmm. And he never, like I had known him for four years, but I didn't call him by his nickname. I called him by his name. And because other other people was actually at a job, they had known him longer. I came new and he had a nickname. And then we were talking one day and he's like, I can't stand the name. I hate it. I I would rather not be called. He never said it probably for. Yeah. If it wasn't four years, it was it was about three years and I had no clue. And he hated it. Couldn't couldn't stand it. But to your point, Doug, couldn't couldn't say, please don't call me that. Just took it and let it go. Mm hmm. Um, hmm. I know I feel like we've gotten into this like deep, weird. Con- I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Uh, Dan, there's nothing wrong with that. 
Like the, the look, moral- really good sports radio is really good talk radio is really good like talking about stuff. Like we talked about mixtapes. Was it two days ago? Lorena was here. We talked about mixtapes. Sounds like what songs at the end of a mixtape? Uh, you weren't here, Chris. No, I think I think it was that was Tuesday. It was the Boys to Men. Yes, the song at yes. the and end I, you of the believe road. how many people texted me. They're like, dude, I was yelling it. I got messaged on IG. Dan was not here. No, I know he wasn't. And he, I that's think, not the point. I, he would relate to this, by the way, because it's tape? not on my mixtape. It's not on my mixtape. Mix- you guys are of the same generation. You're not. That, I mean, you're old, but you're not that much <laughs> older than us. Buyer, when a girl or you would give a girl a mixtape, a breakup tape at the end of a relationship. What was the final song? <laughs> From, uh, end of the Road? Yeah. Is that it? Yeah. It's probably right, right? Yeah. Kind of synonymous with the, when we come to I the hen, you belong to me. I did have a buddy in this, well, who did, who did send a tape. They had broken up, and he sent Cinderella's, I don't know, don't know what you got till it's gone. That was because he wanted he wanted back in, right? You know, when you're in, when you're well, in also, uh, eighth or ninth grade, who, you don't know it? what who, you want. Well, and I he mean, like, back look, in. I can tell you, there was a time in high school. Where, I know you won't leave me, but I refuse to let you go. If I had to beg, you guys know the song, right? No, I know the Ain't song. Ain't you proud to beg? Is that what? Yes. It's Ain't you proud to beg? And of course, then there was the was it um, Salt and Pepper? Ain't you bad? Ain't you? Who is the Ain't you proud to beg rap, rap song? I don't know. Anyway, they remixed that. That may have been it. My point is, my point is that you shouldn't feel bad about getting deep into the lookalike conversation because like, look, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, what's the guy's name? Uh, Lebertard, right? They do a, uh, he looks like a guy who, right? And then you kind of fill in the blank, which is kind of the same thing. Sure. It's a fun way of doing it. Now, I would say that generally celebrity status, you open yourself up automatically to, whereas, so it's like what, what Jason's doing is more appropriate, right? But I will point out, like you, unless you say somebody, somebody's really good looking, you compare like, oh, I, compare me to Brad Pitt. Awesome. <laughs> Right? Yeah, I totally, I see that. I see that completely. You know, you look like Steve Buscemi. Yeah, th- that. I was, that was actually the name I was going to use. If you go Steve Buscemi, you're like, oof. You mean when he was the serial killer in um, Con Air? Right? I like Con Air. Why do people make fun of Con Air? I thought it was a good, I liked it. Like, not every movie has to be some cinematic success, some cinematic, you know, Perfection. I thought it was cool. I just love the Chris Pratt vibes. You I know, give up Chris Pratt vibes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I don't, yeah, but you know, yeah. I, I just give up Chris Pratt vibes. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. What up with your Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you from the Tyrac.com studios, Tyrac.com. Let me get there. Unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free roadhouse protection, over 10,000 recommended installers, Tyrac.com. It's the way tire buying should be. Um, biggest game of the weekend is the Bills taking on the Chiefs, and the best guy to bring in is our guest. His name is Eric Wood. You may know him as Woody. He also calls games for the ACC Network, but he's the uh, former Pro Bowl center for the Bills, and he's an analyst in the Bills Radio Network, a host of Centered on Buffalo podcast. And um, Woody, I'm 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 wondering is is there really a difference? Like this team was floundering around 500, and now they're many people's favorite to get to and win a Super Bowl. Is there really a difference, um, or is it just football where a little luck here, a team there, a team there uh, ends up changing things? Well, I'll say this. On the road to 6-6, six and six, they lost multiple games in kind of unlikely fashion. You had a Zach Wilson touchdown drive to win a game, a Mac Jones touchdown drive to win a game, 12 guys on the field for a missed field goal against Denver, which ended up giving them another shot at it to get the win. So there were some unlikely losses on the road to six and six, but it seems like this team is peaking at the right time. You have some key players, especially on the offensive side of the football and James Cook, Khalil Shakir, rookie Dalton Kincaid, who have evolved to give the Bills a lot more weapons on offense. And then this is a defense that got ravaged by injuries early in the season and really against the Steelers as well last week, but they got healthier and they learned to play without some of their key pieces, especially Matt Milano and Tredavious White. Um, what about Josh Allen? Like the Jets game he gave away and look, there were times in that Dolphins game, the fumble, you know, the interception, they got stopped at the goal line end of the first half. Whereas like, uh, this is kind of the same Josh Allen is he a better version of it? Is he turning the football over less than he was previously? Uh, yeah, at times. But look, I mean, this is the guy who led the NFL in total touchdowns this year. He led the NFL in total yards this year. He made some incredible plays all throughout the year. He's also a guy that, um, you know, his interception numbers are generally going to be inflated uh, because of the fact that, He's not afraid to throw an arm punt down the field on third and 18 like a lot of other guys that are so worried about their stats. They'd rather, you know, uh, leave it up to the punter, whatever it may be. He's the ultimate competitor. He's going to try and give guys a chance down the field. Is he reckless at times with the football? Yes. Is he reckless as much as um, people uh, around the country make him out to be that I believe a lot of times they're trying to defend 
their pre-draft analysis on him when they said he wasn't worthy of a top 10 pick and he's developed into a top three quarterback. So uh, you're never going to hear me uh, come on any uh, national media outlets and, and say that he's not one of the top probably two. I, I put him and Mahomes as the top two in the game right now. Okay, so uh, talk to me about this matchup. You've seen it. You've called it in person in the regular season the past two years. This year was uh, an incredible football game, and one offsides call changed everything. Um, paint a picture of this matchup in Buffalo this weekend. Yeah, one offsides call. Uh, the Chiefs have one call go against them in the last, what, five years? And uh, it's, it's, it's amazing uh, the kind of fit they can throw over that. But um, they also had three plays to pick up 15 yards after that. And the Bills, even if they do score that touchdown, we're getting the ball back. So all that being said, this, these are two teams that if Burrow's healthy and then you throw in Baltimore, you know, year in and year out over probably the next 12 years, one of those four teams is going to represent the AFC as long as those quarterbacks are, are healthy year in and year out and decide to play that long. And so it's, it's a big-time matchup. It's, um, even though this Chiefs offense has struggled this year, it's still Mahomes and it's still Andy Reid and Travis Kelsey in the playoffs where they've been successful. Now, Patrick Mahomes has never played a playoff game on the road. He's going into one of the toughest environments in the league in Buffalo. So does that change things for this Chiefs dynamic? You know, Bill stands, myself included, obviously hope so. Um, the Bills this year, especially with the emergence of James Cook, who had a, a great game against the Chiefs and Arrowhead, it seems like the Bills have more weapons this year and not just, hey, there's a big game coming from Gabe Davis every now and then. And beyond that, Josh, you do it all. And then Stephon Diggs, you're going to get all the production. Seems like the Bills have more options offensively. The kicker this week is who's going to be healthy on the Bills' uh, defense. You know, last week they had, what, six starters out uh, in the second half of that football game with injury. And so – if they can get a few of those guys back, it's going to go a long way. But I also was impressed with the Chiefs last week. They played well against the Dolphins. It seems like year in and year out, Andy Reid gets this team playing its best ball in the playoffs. And, you know, look at this matchup, and most of the betting sites around the country have it as a three-point spread. Buffalo's generally getting three extra points at home. So they got this as a pretty even matchup. Stug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Um you going to get in? Okay, like it looks like more snow there. I know you were posting last week about the weather in Buffalo. Did you go home or did you stay up? What did you decide to do? Yeah, I went back down to Louisville. It should be a much easier commute because it's supposed to lighten up by this weekend. It's going to be freezing cold at kickoff, but it should be lighter. Last week, all the flights got canceled going in, and so ended up driving up with a few buddies to beat the snow ban, and the, or sorry, the travel ban because of all the snow. And then... Uh, the game gets pushed back. And so, I mean, it gave me a free day in Buffalo Sunday to enjoy some wings and all that downtown. Uh, but, yeah, it was it was an absolute mess. And then they got another, what, three feet early this week. But the Bills were able to get to the facility uh, and, and still prepare as normal this week from all I hear. Stug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Who has the best chance to beat Baltimore? That's a great question, man. I'll tell you what, C.J. Stroud, he's impressed me all year. And, you know, what they did last week against the Browns, number one defense in the NFL, that, that kid, I mean, he's even impressive in, in interviews. I mean, he talks like he's 
30-something years old, uh, maturity and composure in his first ever playoff game, I would say they have a shot. Um, but beyond that, I'd probably say Buffalo, but I think Kansas City and Buffalo would have a, a pretty good shot at beating the Ravens. Obviously, they'll be at home if they win next week – or sorry, this weekend. And they've, they've been tough at home all year this year. Lamar's played consistent. But that defense is a different animal over there in Baltimore. Uh, they, they play some throwback football. Tell you what, um, you know, people thought that Miami was going to go in there and put up all those points at the end of the regular season. And those guys put on a show. So uh, this Baltimore team, we'll see how they come off of this, you know, time off. But they've been the most consistent team this year in the AFC. What's your reaction to the Cowboys stick with Mike McCarthy? Uh, you know, I, I mean, I guess I'm surprised. I just expected Jerry Jones after the way that they collapsed towards the end of the season. They haven't been able to get over the hump with Mike McCarthy that he would likely make a move. It just seems like that's something Jerry Jones would do. But I'll tell you what, on both sides of the ball, they've been consistently ranked towards the top of the league year in and year out under Mike McCarthy. So I would say I'm a little surprised, though. What's your thoughts on that? Uh, I, I'm, I'm surprised. I'm, I'm yeah. really, really surprised that that's what happened. Um, just I, I'm surprised because I think – it literally is the same tune two years in a row. In, right. And if and if you're not going to get rid of Dak, like then you and and they look tight as well. I don't think they didn't look uh, they didn't look like a championship caliber team. And you know, I I do I think he's a good play caller, sure, but there's nothing I've seen that, that says he can take them to the next level. And it doesn't feel like I mean the only thing that could happen is they could lose Dan Quinn. And now that calls into question their defense, which has been solid and consistent, obviously with the exception of Sunday. But part of that was they had two pick sixes go against them as well. So yeah, I'm I'm surprised. Uh, I would have, especially there's guys out there like I would have hired Belichick. I, I just would. Vrabel or Vra- I love Vrabel. I love Vrabel. Yeah. By the way, Vrabel interview with the Chargers today. I saw uh, that. Um. Yeah, I I love Vrabel. I I can't believe Tennessee cut him loose. That's yeah, me too. And, you know, to me, it seemed like uh, probably a lot of things culminated in Tennessee. This is me with no insider information. Um, I know Mike Vrabel fairly well, but I, I, don't, I don't ask certain things like this because I want to be able to just speak speculatively and not pretend like I'm hiding something. So I say all this. I don't have any insider information. But to me, what he said when he did his um, – uh, Ring of Honor ceremony in New England, which was against the Bills. And he talked about how not all organizations are run like this. And from all things I heard that maybe that late pickup with DeAndre Hopkins and them kind of fighting for that middle of the pack spot again this year, as opposed to tanking or having a really bad season and throwing it in. Yeah, I think there was uh, trouble in paradise before this season really got going. No question about it. Um, okay, so... Tell me about your podcast now. So it's it's only a Bills podcast or all Buffalo podcast? Yeah, it's it's Buffalo. I mean, it's just more sports related. Uh, we'll we'll find some kind of Buffalo connection, even if it's just even if you come on and I just ask you uh, maybe what type of wings you like or whatever. But it's been fun to connect with people on a week to week basis. I do enough of these throughout the week that. Um, 
I figure I need to repurpose some of that content and, and put it out there myself. So the Center Out Buffalo podcast has been a lot of fun. Last week I had Kyle Williams, one of the best defensive tackles, uh, in my opinion, in the league over a decade or so, one of my teammates in Buffalo. I don't think he's done media in about three years. And so it was fun catching up with him and, you know, Bill's fans get a kick out of that kind of stuff. Who doesn't? Who doesn't? Um, all right. Um, what do you wear when it's super cold out there? Like you're not as fluffy as you used to be. Tarico talked about how cold it was last week, right? It's like opening opening the door to a freezer for the entire game. When you're up in the booth calling the game, what are you rocking? Yeah, we have the we have the window open in the booth, so it's it's cold up there too. Uh, yeah, I'm bundled up pretty good. You know, I got a coat. I'm layered up. I got cold gear under it all, and you know, I'm down on the field before the game, hanging out. And it, it was it was extremely cold last week in Buffalo. The kicker was it wasn't that windy, but. Yeah, I'm bundled up. I'm bundled up pretty good, and I have a little heater in front of me, which uh, all the guys on the broadcast crew love to give me crap about. But, look, I played in Buffalo for nine years. I never once wore sleeves during a game. I proved my toughness. I don't have to prove it in the broadcast booth when I'm just standing there doing my job. Uh, last thing, uh, it looks like Kelsey's probably going to retire, although, you know, no, nothing official. He kind of downplayed a report but didn't downplay the substance of the report. Um as center to center, is he is he the best you've ever seen? Like where where is he as a guy who plays the same position you played? Yeah, this is a guy who I've known for about fifteen years. And look, I don't want to say he's the best of all time. He's one of the best that I've ever seen, if not the best. Com- great combination of quickness, intelligence, strength, mobility. I mean, he's the whole package. But to me, what's most impressive to him about him is the leader he is on and off the field. And people have gotten to see more behind the scenes, um, I guess probably ever since his Super Bowl speech after the parade. And then that got him some notoriety, some more notoriety for an offensive lineman. And then all this stuff with him and his brother and the podcast and the documentary. So you've seen more behind the scenes. But he's an incredible person. He always has been and always will be. Um, and if this truly is the end, which – I expect it to be uh, in the, this is no secret. This isn't anything I'm afraid to, to spill. I texted him and I said, if this is the end brother, you never cheated the game for one second. You can walk away with absolutely no regrets knowing you gave it your all. And that's all you want out of an NFL career. And he did it the right way. And because of that, he'll have a gold jacket one day. Yeah. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Can they, does the, it, will they still be able to do the tush push? Like how how responsible for their tush push success is Kelsey? That is so hard for me uh, to know. I mean, because he he's so humble and he shows so much humility. He's kind of like I just snap the ball and everyone's pushing me. And I think he said he just yells like "Oh, expletive!" every time it happens, and he's just kind of along for the ride. But. Um, you know, I almost give Jalen Hurts as much credit for that as anything so to powerful. have the leg drop. You know, he's so powerful. He's moving that pile forward. Um, but you got to give him Kelsey credit for it, too, because it's hard to even make a snap on a QB sneak, especially when you're lined up and they know it's coming. You have a guy who is inches away from your face, and you got to snap the ball and start to play with your hand between your legs, and you're just getting completely crushed in the middle. And basically, the defense – the best way to defend it is to blow up the center. And so you're taking shots either straight down 
the face or on both sides of you. And so um, I don't envy him that they made that popular and he had to run it just over and over throughout games. Awesome stuff. Uh, Woody, Woody, appreciate you joining us. Uh, Safe travels to and from Buffalo, and we'll talk to you next week, hopefully. Sounds good. Looking forward to it. Anytime. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare this is malcolm gladwell from revisionist history ebay motors is here for the ride with some elbow grease fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.